I'm here with Abby Normal. She is a psychic and uh, a channeler I'm and a jack of all healer. energy healer. Yes, she's the jack of jack all of all trades. Cool. So yeah, how do, so how do you describe what it is you do, Abby? Okay, so Nikki, I um, it's always hard to put my finger on how I describe what I do because it's a bit um, uh, like different. It's kind of outside the box, which gives me the flexibility to literally um, experience the universe. Anything in this universe is full of information. So I am a psychic person. I am an energy healer. Um, so when I tap into the energy side of anything, whether it's a person, an animal, um, an object, uh, a memory, a time, a place, um, a star system, you know, um, when I tap into that, I, I experience vibrations. So like people like to work on their third eye, for instance, they want to see the energy world. Um, so I teach people um, how to open their psychic senses up. Um, but sometimes a lot of people struggle to know it's safe to see. Um, so sometimes people are in the dark and I teach people how to see from being in the dark through feeling um, the information, through feeling the experiences that they're having. So I translate frequency patterns and all those frequency patterns become colors and places and information and meaning. Um, so I guess that's being psychic, right? And that's, and then I can work with those energy patterns um, to help um, neutralize vulnerabilities to help soften fears, um, to help us understand what, what that fear is all about, why it's there, if that's a past life or et cetera. Um, and then I, I share, share love with those frequencies in order to help heal. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, it's awesome. And I, what I, the thing I like best about you, um, I've been watching your channel for a couple of years now is that you are not scared of what we are traditionally taught to be scared of. <laughs> You like, you'll literally have conversations or you will go into energies of like recently on your channel, you did one with Lucifer versus Satan. Like, what is the difference in those energies? Is there a difference in those energies? Like you've, you'll, you'll, you'll look at some of the darkest things that we're, that we're taught to be scared of. And you'll, you'll work through it and like what, what's really going on there and all those levels. And I, I commend you for that. So how did you even get brave enough to like, how did that happen for you? Okay. I love this question so much, Nikki. Okay. So, um, all right. How do I want to begin to answer this? So I feel like my life, um, has been teaching me a lot about, um, love and I was often kind of the observer type. Um, I was a pretty animated, creative person, but I always found that, um, it was safe to be alone um, and more vulnerable to be around people. Um, although I worked through that throughout my life, um, I felt a lot of loneliness. But in that time, I talked to myself a lot and I talked to nature a lot. And I learned about pain, like the feeling of loneliness, the feeling of sadness, the feeling of depression, the feeling of confusion. And so I worked with darker feelings in my life because you just simply feel that way as a human being, you know, um, it's hard to be here. So that pain is the same pain as these demons that we're all taught to be powerless um, and afraid of when they're actually parts of ourselves. They're parts of our own suffering. Um, so let's say you have an out of control child, um, you can scream and yell at that kid, which is only going to encourage them to be um, even more reactive or more imbalanced when really we need to find a gentler way. It's kind of like the dog with a shock collar now turning into positive reinforcement. We're learning that love does um, teach. It, it helps grow. It nurtures. Um, and so, so when it comes to um, not being afraid um, of that, I guess you could say I did go through a time 
um, I, I've been on such an odd pathway because I didn't consider myself a psychic person, even though I was talking to the spirit realm, um, my whole life, like I was feeling things. I was talking to God. I was talking to angels. I was talking to, and I felt like they were talking to me because I could feel that information I could feel what they were saying. I could feel that inside myself. Um, and I saw it, um, psychics at different times in my life. Um, and was really supported by that experience. And I found it uplifting to have that connection with the spirit realm. So it was through starting my YouTube channel because I had so many unusual experiences. Like I was having alien experiences um, and it was getting louder and louder and louder and louder. These experiences were, um, and then through YouTube, it was all the people out there watching me that said, Hey, do you do readings? And it's like, um, I'm not a psychic person. No, I don't do reads, but you know what? Sure. Why not try? Like, why not try? You know? Um, and so I'd have questions um, come in and then I would just see what come, come up, you know? Um, but I didn't under, I didn't know if this was my imagination or if I was making things up, which is pretty normal for people when they're developing their psychic ability, it feels like you're just making this stuff up. So I, I felt like I told myself that, you know what? Um, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I, this is literally what's coming to me. Um, so I can only tell you what's coming to me. Like, this is literally what I'm experiencing. This is the way it makes me feel. Um, and I got so much positive feedback. I started doing sessions. And then um, shortly after I started doing sessions, that's when um, some things opened up um, and I was forced to face the scary side of the spirit realm um, as though it was it contaminated inside of myself. Um, and so I went through a period, this was in 2016, um, of about a year of time where I was, would you would define it as psychic attack. Um, I had never been afraid of demons. I had never been afraid of the spirit realm. I'd never been afraid of, um, of anything because I, everything felt like it needed love, um, or it understood love and it wanted to love me and help me to find the love inside myself. That was always what the spirit realm had meant to me. Um, 2016, I was extremely challenged and, um, I mean, it really threw me for a loop because I just started doing psychic sessions. I just left my full-time job. And now I felt like, I mean, I felt like I was being psychically punished. Um, I was being psychically tortured. Like, how dare you think that you can set yourself free? You know? So I learned through that very difficult debilitating experience, the power of love. Again, the power of love, it works again. Um, I got myself out of that. I got myself straight up out of that. And I thought I was going to die from it. You know, that's how I felt it on the inside. And I learned so much from that experience. And, and I also learned about Archangel Lucifer in 2016. I learned, um, man, I had to, I had learned so many things. I, I will say March of 2017, I had to find myself as a master in love because um, I had faced it, dark alien beings. I had faced what I thought, what, I didn't know what it was, but I, I would define it as my own ego destroying me, my own ego trying to put me back in my place. A lot of people feel like um, what is demonic, um, it's a demon out there hurting them, but sometimes it's your own ego that is trying to put you back in your, in your place because you're actually opening up to more light and your ego is terrified of that. And your mind is so freaking incredible because if it can take an illusion and make it that strong, that it is that real, that it feels like that real, that it, you would end up dying from it, you know? Um, like that's how your e hard, your ego works to keep you in check. You know, that's what we're breaking down. That's what human ascension is. So I got a full blown taste of that. And after that experience, like, it was like, okay, if I can do that, there's literally nothing left. Like I was so <laughs> proud of myself. I was so alive. 
I finally understood something. I started to understand it better and better and better and better and better through client sessions. Um, I started to understand love more. Um, I practice my gift every day, all the time. And I get, and it's really fun to see what you come across. Um, but every single time, Nikki, the message always comes back to love, 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 love. Are you afraid of love? Believe it or not, people say, I'm definitely not afraid of love. Dude, you're totally afraid of love. I'm even afraid of love. And I feel like I'm definitely more not afraid of love than a lot of people. But you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged to be courageous and strong and find, find the words to speak. And that is you facing your fear so that you can be um, full of more love than you were ever able to feel before, which is empowering. It's freeing of the senses. All this stuff is interconnected, you know? So there's nothing to be afraid of except your fear, right? Which you got to face it and then set yourself free. So yeah, that's just, I guess a a tidbit of a way to answer that. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I, and I love that because I, I do feel like, um, there is this tendency within more spiritual realms or psychic realms, whatever, to kind of uh, protect yourself and, and get away from, and very much like, don't look at the, uh, like, don't look at the dark. Don't look at the shadow. Don't look at the fear. Like we want to repress that, get that, like that doesn't need to exist. But I, I love how, um, you know, I feel like you're really good at like, well, no, it needs to be sent love. Actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) it needs Mm -hmm. to like, that's why it's there. And like, that's what we're Mm -hmm. learning. And so I, I think that that's, that's, that is beautiful. And, uh, okay. So I was going to, how, how did you first, I mean, you touched on this a little bit, but how did you first kind of go, I might be psychic. Like what is going on here? (laughs) Like, how did that happen for you? Okay. Well, I have a funny story because, um, I don't know if you know, Craigslist, but, um, Craigslist is kind of like, a I don't know, it's a classified ads type thing. Okay. And that was before like Facebook, I think Facebook, um, classified ads, um, you would use Craigslist, which I think people are kind of turning away from Craigslist anyway. Um, this was a while back. Like I was probably, this was probably 10 years, a good 10 years ago, but I, and I didn't consider myself psychic, but I was so like constantly connecting to the spirit realm. And I just wanted to challenge myself. Um, and I just wanted to prove it to myself, whether or not I was. And so I put an ad out there and say free psychic readings. Um, you know, just like, I just want to see if I'm psychic or not, you know, (laughs) I only had one person take an interest in this. (laughs) Um, and it was a really, it was a really unexpected question. It had to do with an invention, um, that he was going to be like putting into some show and he wanted to know if his invention was going to be successful or not. And I was like, Oh God, really? Like, what kind of question is this? Like, that's a straight up, like the randomest question. Um, anyway, my, my vague memory of it, Um, was I was um, tapping into an experience that was kind of like a cog that was turning and I was kind of going through this creative, um, you know, it's always creative with me, um, how the images transform, like in my experience, it'll, it'll look like um, a story or, you know, look like different pictures. Um, So I was describing everything that came in and I, I told him that's, that's all I could tell you. Um, And he actually came back with such positive um, commentary. I was like, really surprised but that was very um stressful (laughs) because i was um i didn't believe in myself and i didn't want to be wrong you know i didn't like it was kind of embarrassing and so i didn't i took the ad down and i didn't want to do that again for a while (laughs) um but i've been going through a lot like um learning past getting past life readings learning a lot of past lifetimes 
Um, and I was really exposed to alien lives. Like I was really exposed to all kinds of different ways of thinking about the soul and about the universe and about my past and um, trying to understand what this means to me uh, with, as a human being that didn't feel like a psychic person, but I was also having unusual experiences like, um, you know, like straight up um, relationships with beings from the universe that were talking to me that would come visit me in the night and, um, or even during the day. And it was so nice to have such a close connection. Like I started to understand um, how warm and how welcoming and how beautiful the, the spirit realm could feel to me or the alien beings could feel to me in comparison to human beings, because they're so there, there's no, um, they like you're all like when you were talking about um people protection and you know how, how like how to keep yourself safe from what's out there you know these experiences of mine before i define myself as psychic um show me that we're all exposed that you're constantly exposed like everybody's looking at you naked everybody knows what you're doing right now like like you, you and and you have to learn how to eventually cope with that reality like when you die and you 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 get the time to to process who you were and who you are um you're you're going to realize that you were exposed the whole time and there's nothing you can hide and and it's you that ends up judging you in the end not god almighty it's your the god consciousness judging yourself you know deciding if that was okay that you picked your nose or you know you did this <laughs> um you swindled that or you whatever you know um uh, but uh I guess, um, I guess those are just some stories that come to mind. Um, but then again, you know, like just once I started YouTube, that's when I started doing, um, like readings and I, I did them by email too. Like I would type out pages of what would come to me and that what took so long that I, then I started doing video recordings and then I would share those recordings on YouTube and I was only doing sessions for like 25 bucks, 35 bucks for practically nothing. And, um, I would videotape it. Um, the longer ones, which I used to do like two hour long sessions, it was exhausting. I'll tell you what, it was very wow, exhausting, yeah. but I felt like I was underdoing yeah. it. Like if I did an hour of work, like it was underdoing it. Um, anyway, so that's kind of, I guess, uh, some of the beginnings of, of who I, who I am today. So I noticed you, you channel a lot of people, but I like the way you channel because, okay, you're not a trans channel. You don't like Abby doesn't completely leave and go away. It's more like you're like, you close no. your eyes and it's mm -mm. like, you're able to have conversation in your head and relay what's going on. Is that kind of how you would describe what's happening? I would definitely, I don't feel, I mean, I guess you could say that my comfort level is to be in control. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's probably an ego thing, but I like to be in control. So I have access to my body, my mind. I want to be Abby, you know, when I'm having these experiences. So I literally create the, the thread. I, it's sort of like um, having a, a fishing pole and casting a line out there. You have an intention. So like, I, I haven't shared this video yet, but I channeled Janice Joplin for instance. Um, so it's like, okay, Janice Joplin, I like to, um, come hang out with you. I want to hang out with the highest vibrational version of you, but if there's any healing I can share with you, I'm open to that. So then it's like, I just sort of send it out to the universe, like casting a line and then bam, um, I start um, being introduced to information. And I feel like I'm, I'm part of that space. I'm, I have traveled or I've journeyed, or I'm just part of that space and interacting with it and then relaying what I see and how it makes me feel. So, 
I, I think that like, I would define you as you, you are probably the le- you're just like, you're not self-conscious. Like you're able to do light language or just like put yourself completely out there in ways that I hardly see anybody else doing in the, in the exact way you're doing. So that's, that requires quite a lot of bravery and courage. So how did you, how did you find that? <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's really cool. Um, I take that as such a compliment. Thank you. Um, you know, it's kind of like, um, I guess one thing that I'm aware of is that I'm always in the way of myself and I'm always challenging myself. So like, um, if I feel like no way I can't do it, it's like, okay, done. I'm doing it. You know, it's like, I can't do a psychic reading. All right. Then I'm putting a, a I'm putting Craigslist ad out there and I'm going to do it. And we're, all we can do is see what happens. And if I'm a total, like, if, if I'm just embarrassed and, and shamed by my, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I have to cope with, with the fact that I want to be more than um, what I am. The only way to def- to find out how far I can go is to literally push the limits of my own fears, you know, with self-expression. And it is terrifying. I'll tell you what, Nikki, I, I like, I go through phases where I don't know if it's the energy shifts or something that I'm working on personally, but um, at that time, but I go through phases where I get really, really intimidated to share. And I, I put myself down and I have to deal with that just like everybody else. And I take a deep breath and it's like, okay, you know, what? I'm just going to share it. And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. I, I was inspired to make this message for a reason. So I guess I'll just share it. And if, if I embarrass myself, then I embarrass myself, but what is really embarrassment, you know, like, so I have these conversations with me to tell me that it's safe to just be free and if that freaks people out like how else are we supposed to evolve (laughs) that's great for the human collective though because that that really shows it i mean you're like a way shower of of helping people be like hey if i can put if i could put the silliest part of what i find (laughs) myself out then like you you guys you you can too it's like it's it's like quite a freedom opener i love it i think it's really 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 cool Okay. So I'm going to, okay. So I wrote down like a, just sort of a list of some of the things that you've channeled or talked to like Elvis Facebook energy, like even doing like, like gnomes and uh, son of raw and aliens and like, yeah, Lucifer and Satan and Metatron and skinwalker ranch and Chiron and Thor and angels and even Jeffrey Epstein and Bill yeah. Gates and the dark side of the moon, Stevie wonder, Egyptian gods, Jesus, Mary Magdalene, addictions, mineral world, Merlin, Buddha, uh, Shum, uh, Shambhala, Nikola Tesla, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like even, even like Queen Elizabeth, the Pope and the Dalai Lama and the singers and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. when you're, when you're doing, when you're doing that, do you find any kind of similarity within just the fabric of people's souls? Like once mm. they're on the other side, you know, mm. let me think about this for a minute. One thing I can tell you is that all souls are so insanely unique. Like that is the, one of the coolest things, um, because there's no two snowflakes the same. There's no two souls the same, but I can experience the soul's individual energy signature. Um, but I also can experience the oneness where there is no separation. Um, and so what does that mean exactly? Because we feel individual, like individuals here on earth, but we also aren't just one soul. We're collective of souls and we come from like a oneness and we come from a collective of ourself. Um, and then we come from a collective family. We come from like, there's just so much going on here with time and space and past, present and future all working together. Um, so if there's a common denominator, let's see, I will say, um, one of the things I was intrigued by 
was trying to figure out what manifested chaos like are there souls born from chaos or um like how does that even happen i still don't know i don't know how to put my finger on the answer to that as of yet but i would i really feel strongly at this time in my journey that all souls actually come from light i really feel that way but i have come across souls that seem like pure chaos um so i would say i still say this but i i mean i'm still trying to understand this myself because it's complex energy chaos is very complex energy um but um or maybe it's very simple. I mean, it is exactly as it says, it's chaos, right? Where does that come from? Um, but uh, but souls are, are always trying to come home. I, I find that, and even the souls that are pure chaos, they will turn away, they will fight this tooth and nail, they will, but is that the contamination? Is that really how they feel inside the depths of their soul? Or do they too want to return home to the light? Because in that light is where we shed all of, of the weight of our experience, the weight of our chaos, the weight of all that. And we feel, we remember who we are again. We remember the light and the love that was always there. We feel the timelessness. Um, so I feel like if there's a common denominator, it's that we all long to feel that oneness again. We all lo love that energy. We all long for it. It's like the moth to the, the light, you know, <laughs> and then it's like zap. Oh, crap. I wasn't supposed to go to that light, I guess, you know, um, but we all long for that, you know. <laughs> so so how do you how do you how do you define or how do you see this ascension process working like you know how there, there's some people who are like oh we're going from 3d to 5d and it's going to be a physical shift some people are like no it's more of a you know it's more of like a, we're, we're never gonna stop evolving it's just 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 like another kind of step mm -hmm. what does this what's all look like for you like what does the ascension mm -hmm. process sort of <laughs> kind of manifest for you how does that work Okay. Okay. Um, man, it's been such a long journey with this term ascension. Um, right. and yeah. when I, when I discovered it, I was really excited because I felt like that really defined my, what I was, my calling was, um, was to help people introduce the human race to the power of their heart, to the power of love, because ascension to me is, um, evolving into what is um, an awareness of each other, um, a feeling of connectedness, um, wanting to to um, grow together instead of put each other down and create more separation. It's like an opportunity to um, experience the love and the mystery of each other is a good thing. Um, so it's ascending beyond the ego. It's ascending beyond the mind that's holding us back. Um, and, and then feeling free to just be in the heart space, like to just experience that heart space energy. Um, and so I've, I've come across this many times, like, you know, so 3d earth, 5d earth, um, when it comes to that concept, um, I, 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 I mean, it's such an infinite universe. I really try not to define these as like one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> like, because for me, it's just like, um, there's so many layers. There's so many layers of, of um, realities going on. There's so many layers of truth. Is there just one new earth or is there infinite versions of earth? And, and what, what are all those infinite versions of earth? So you could say earth exists in every single dimension in the universe. Um, it too is its own life force energy. All human beings, like our energy is connected to all dimensions. <laughs> so even if we feel that, you know, earth is this 3D plane, which I work with these terms because people relate to these terms, you know? Um, so if we feel like we're in the 3d earth and some people feel like we're getting to 4d and some people feel like we're, we're slowly working our way to 5d or whatever. Um, I just, I, I guess, um, 
I don't want to put this. I, I really like to people to be aware of what they're not aware of, which is we're connected to all dimensions. Um, I'm on the same version of earth as everybody else. Um, my perspective, my vibrational perspective, I would say is more tuned into the heart space, but we're all working on our egos. We're all working on our lessons here. Um, and I, I am learning time after time that we just have to allow time to take place and trust in the process. Like we, we have to trust in the process. It's kind of like you go through a really hard time in your life and you feel like so defeated because nothing that you do is going to change anything. And you pray and you pray and you pray and somehow some way you work through it and time passes and you get to look back and say, how in the world did I get from point A to point B? You know, something obviously was helping me get there. That is the same something that is helping this human race get through this thing. Um, and so where am I at at this point? I mean, I was introduced to a really um, mind blowing concept in April of 2020 that like it threw such a boomerang into my like experience. I was like seeing stars as to what is the meaning of me anymore? Because the, the message was so loud introduced me to this concept, which again is all about ego. And I have to work through this stuff, this concept that, um, there is no more Abby normal, like Abby normal is no longer needed on this planet. I've already said everything I need to say, and I don't need to say anything else. Um, and then I was shown some of these images, like these concepts that we all hear in this Ascension stuff, um, like huge, I mean, huge alien ships, like huge, like the size of Texas, you know, um, near the planet. Um, and that the rapture is actually, um, what is the bringing, um, like they can see, this is what I'm showing. Okay. Well, it's true or not, I'll let you guys decide. But I was shown, um, the ability to see the planet, um, as full of lights or full of dim light. Okay. So it, it would help to define, um, which souls, um, were called, were ready to, um, enter into their version, like the love version. So there'd be like a separation between, um, those souls that were ready to go to, um, uh, like these, these good human beings, these ascended, like these human beings that are working with their heart space, um, we're, are going to go to the ships and there's human beings that have been on the ships for, for generations. Um, and it's time for, to take all these human beings to another location where we can start um, as an as this version of the human race on another planet. And then the other version of the human race, which is still working through ego lessons, would remain here. And I was introduced to that, that I was no longer needed, um, and that I was never really, um, that I, I had a different role, that I was never, it was really just to help me get through, through these lessons and to the time when I would be moved to some other planet. Um, and it's just like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, blah, 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 blah. Like I, the reason why I react that way is because I don't want to feed into these concepts because you don't tell me the stuff like, um, but, but you hear that out there, you hear about the ships and the rapture and the human beings going to like, you can hear about stuff like this, but I don't necessarily feed into all that. If I'm meant to go somewhere, then I'll go somewhere in that divine time. But my mind can't can understand this. My mind can't, can't conceive of this. So if I'm done, then I guess, what do I do? Like, I'll just wait, I'll wait for the ships to come, you know? Um, so obviously I keep the door open. I'm all about a Star Trek reality. Like I'm all about that, man. So, okay, cool. Well, when you're ready to come get me, come get me, but I'm just going to just keep doing all that I know how to do. But I will say that really hurt me 
because it got me deeply, deeply, deeply thinking because I had suspected I would be abnormal for the rest of my life. You know, I'd be this, um, this was just my, that's what I would be. And then it got me thinking that, my God, is there something beyond this that I'm not opening my mind up to? Maybe this message is reaching me and it's being interpreted in this way in order to like um, shake me to the core to get me opening up to the limitless potential because I'm holding on to this this idea that I've defined as me for the rest of my life. Um, so again, it's like, it's asking us to just stay open, um, you know, trust in the process. Don't get, don't get wrapped up into these concepts that um, the alien beings are just going to come. So you just wait for them to be here and then everything's going to be fine. You got to keep living. You got to keep following your heart. It's your life. Like don't get sucked into that, you know? And that did, I, I needed a long time to really process myself. And I feel like I'm getting back into the groove in 2021, which is feels pretty good <laughs> to be honest. So, That's, yeah. It's very um, bizarre and kind of interesting. Cause um, so like, even the reason I started my two YouTube channel, which I started two years ago was and like me and my, my friend were talking and I, I, ha I get, I also have alien beings and stuff like that, but like, mm -hmm. I had these light beings that came in to my room like in 2008 and I was in India and they, they, they kind of showed me, they showed me like some bleak stuff about how they, like they two came to the side, two came to the side. They were very telepathic. They were, they were talking to me and saying like that, um, that the planet was going to flip poles and that they needed to take people off planet while like water settled and stuff. And that there's, there's people like me that were beacons or something that were going to be awakened to like help people to get and that they can, they can only but this was what's interesting but they were like we can only see certain people it's not personal it's just like we can't like see physically see everybody like you have to have a certain frequency for us to even be able to detect that you're there and and i and then they were talking about how like they're going to it's, a, it's like a big timeline thing and they're going to try to push it back as long as they can and like they will mm -hmm. uh, anyway i was like who are you exactly mm -hmm. like that's and then so for a while i was kind of that was in 2018 so i lived in fear a little bit of that happening during that year and then mm -hmm. nothing happened and yeah. i just kind of thought to myself like well maybe that is my overactive imagination i really don't know what that was or not but I will say, I have noticed that, I don't know if it's just like a, a, a way of people finding their tribe or people that are kind of like more like them or yeah. what, or like, like people are kind of coming together. But it seems to me more and more people are being um, like a concept, like the conversation like this that we're having yeah. doesn't, doesn't scare them or it, it isn't something that they would... Um, yeah you know, necessarily, like when I was 18, like I'm 38 now, when I was 18, I would have not even be able to get this far in a conversation about this. I would have been like, those are some crazy chicks off. And I would, I would say that most people that I was around would have as well, mm -hmm. but yet you have 20,000 subscribers. There's like, there's people with mil like, there's like Ralph Smart oh, with yeah. millions of people that like there's Aaron Doherty. Like these people have millions of people listening to this, like stuff about this kind of thing. And yeah something's going on I feel like there is a little bit of our consciousness is starting to go like wait let's self-examine why are we here what is going on is there something yeah. more to this is this the only thing the story is about yeah do, I, do I feel love, that too 
Oh my God. I love everything you had to say. And first off, thank you for sharing your story with me. Cause um, it's so cool to hear what goes on in other people's worlds from their own psychic experiences. Um, so just like listening to you talking about this, it's like, man, there's some of those ego conversations in there, but I guarantee it was a real psychic experience. Um, what was the purpose of that? Why did it have to be said that way? Was that like the way that was being expressed? Your ego just translated it in that way. No matter what, like I find like that's a perfect example. And it's very similar to my own, um, situation and that my experience that I had, because it, it reaches your ego. It does. And it makes, it just kind of rattles your cage and it kind of sets you off a little bit. Like it tilts you, like tips you. Um, and then you really have to get nitty gritty and get down to the, to the woodwork of, within yourself as to what does this mean to me? You know? So there's huge growth that comes from those types of, um, interactions, you know, for those types of messages. But, um, I'm really like, careful on like saying this is the legit truth it, it kind of reminds me of the no, dark too, bolt, because... this, the light you know <laughs> mm -hmm. like you you know what i'm talking about there's those types of messages out there like you know the dark cabal is is taking over now oh the light is is coming out oh dark cabal goodbye and like right. years and years of this message like when when is this ever gonna end you know <laughs> right but when really we are all one in a way like for my perspective is like i did um I had a giant ego death with mushrooms one time, like this was oh. like four years ago. And I went back to what I perceived as the electricity source, the source of everything. And when I was in that expression, I would say, um, like my, when I finally, I felt like I was there thousands of years, like way longer than I, and I didn't know I was a human anymore. didn't know I was a girl, didn't know anything when I came and it was all fractals. Everything was just like fractal energy and you knew everything at once. And it was there was no, there was not so much of, I'm, I'm not so sure what, what that was. It was, it was, but I do feel like it was the core creation of the source and anything. Anyway, when I came out of it, I realized that what I, from my perspective, it doesn't know why existence exists to begin with. It's always existed. It always will exist or that's how I, that's how I think it felt like infinity is like a real thing. And it fragmented itself into infinite amount of possibilities in order to learn about itself. So like, I feel like we are all an aspect of God, if you want to call it or create or source or whatever, trying to, trying to figure pieces of itself out and trying to understand like the why of why it exists. It knows it has and no, it does. It doesn't know the why. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if that's true or if that was my ego interpreting it thing, Actually, like that, you know, I don't know. I think that was incredible. And again, I like, I'm loving this story right now because it's just so cool to see the spirit realm through other people's eyes. Um, I would definitely define that as like a legit translation because you have to remember um, we have to bring this um, information back through the, you know, the, the language yeah. process through a human's standpoint of it. How else are we supposed to explain it? Like literally, how are you supposed to explain? Yeah, that? there was no English language sentences happening. Yeah. But, you know. yeah. So so when when you have that like profound moment where you understand it, 
then you have to, to you have like, you feel it, you understand it. Like it, it's your, like, this is a real moment here and you can't deny that. Like it is part of your soul, like awareness of that truth. And I feel like that's a really um, incredible truth that I relate to a lot. Um, and then having to define it. Like, I like how you, you, you call it like this electrical source um, kind of thing. Like it was this a, like electrical ball or something. Um, yeah, that like is totally a like a great way to call it like God, electrical source, um, you know, like <laughs> all the different ways you could define God. Um, I really like that a lot. Um, gosh. And I wanted to tell you something else, Nikki, because you, you had asked me what I, what I thought about how people, it does seem like people are coming out of the woodwork and being more open-minded to these conversations. I really do agree with you there. Um, and that came to me probably, you know, I don't know, like, let's just say 10 years ago, um, maybe eight years or seven years because Reiki started to become really a big deal and people started to become attracted to crystals, you know, and people started to become like, this started to be like, I started to know that the, the notice the church was becoming less of an importance. People were wanting to be more open-minded churches. Um, and there's even TV shows introducing psychic abilities and things like this. Um, so people are being more introduced to, um, something beyond, you know, even questioning, um, you know, life after death and these types of things, um, near death experiences, like conversations like this are becoming more popular. The past life, um, like, uh, you know, there's just so much information coming out of the woodwork about past lives, um, mm -hmm. where that was like, I, like a Buddhist thing, you know, now it's becoming just like part of the whole world where we're all starting to think about this, this whole reincarnation process, you know, all the, all the uh, hypnosis people who, um, they, their clients had regressed into these other lifetimes and then they're, they're writing these books about it. So like people are starting to wonder what, you know, it's kind of the breakdown of down of the religious, um, you know, the religions and the, and the bringing forth of, of a new experience, a new, um, way of perceiving it. like another thing too, deceased loved ones. That's a really big deal because when people die, like that, you love, um, deceased pets as well. Like you really want to feel their spirit close to you. You really want to have that. Um, and it can even open you up to spirituality when things like that happen. Maybe there's a bad car accident or a bad, you know, something some event and it really shakes you to the core and has you asking these questions i do feel like people are wanting more than this you know but also at the same time we have this frictiony thing um where we have the ascension where i want to know more about love i want to know more about spirit realm i want to know more about my infinite soul um here watch tv here yeah here's a really cool cell phone um here <laughs> you know and, and, yeah. exactly and it's like um so what is our future is it um like a robotic um a transformation away from the heart and into the head or is it a transformation away from the head and into the heart? And so we have these like two sides going on and it feels, you can't deny that it does feel um, to a degree that the human race, you could say it has a split um, between those who just really resonate with the, with the cell phone and the, the electronics and the world that they don't need the spirit realm conversation, but there's those people who really do want to have that. So um, it's kind of an interesting world right now. So, I mean, I guess that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I do feel like there is an intentionality to program you to go yeah. into like the, uh, like that's what celebrity ha like is. And it's, it's interesting. Cause like now I'm starting 
the older I'm getting, the more I'm breaking out of like, actually, why, why should I know actors names? Like, why should I know? I mean, like the whole thing is just, you're, you're, I'm kind of starting to break out and go like, okay, no, I I want, I want to focus on things that are going to uplift me as a soul and make me feel better and help me to to give me tools that'll help me maybe progress. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I don't, I don't watch murder mysteries anymore. Like yeah. that's the worst energy I could possibly <laughs> entrenched in. I, I watch uh, Abby normal or, you know, I'd watch something like, like that, you know, right. like that I want to, right. that might give me some sort of, um, you know, like extra, Oh, I hadn't uh, thought of it that way. You know, I, I love that, Nikki. I like, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm I, like, I'm just like everybody else. Like I'm starving for more um, than this world. <laughs> like, like I'm starving for alien races and super different technology and different types of musical instruments and ways that people express themselves and dance and song. And there's so many talented people, mm-hmm. you know, and this, and I was thinking that, you know, like, like you can't deny there's something in a boost of, depression and anxiety and all these difficult emotions like it's becoming louder like we're we're being maybe it's always been this way but we're hearing more about it it seems to be we're saturated with these emotional challenges the earth is dying and I feel like people are getting it's like there's so much the negative gets shoved down but I actually feel like that encouragement to break you down with the negativity is actually what's pushing us to say I want to be free (laughs) now I do Flat language now. I want to dance. I want to do Reiki. I want to understand the spirit realm. I want to understand ways to help the planet. And so I think that could be a tool for to for imprisonment, but I think that tool could be actually um, you know, the tool we need to break that right. tool down to and choose too. something more positive because we're starving for it, you know? Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I really do. So let's talk about uh the energy healing real quick and the 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 frequency stuff. So how do you um how does, how does energy healing, like, how do you feel it in your hands? Like, do you see stuff? Like, how does that, how does it work for you? Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess. Um, and how did you get into that? <laughs> I, you know what? I think I always was doing it. I just didn't have, because it's so different. Like I don't have any way, I didn't have any way to understand what I was doing, you know, because psychic people are people who you ask this question, you know, how, what are the lottery numbers or what is, you know, these like shallow things, you know, right. it's kind of like that. Um, and I, I was different. Like, I, I can't tell you the answer, but I can tell you something beneath the surface of your question. I can tell you something about the way your question makes me feel you know um and i found like because i didn't know yet um so i joseph bradley and i um were very close and um i met him shortly after i started my youtube channel I met some other absolutely incredible people. And I felt so blessed because, um, doing YouTube was a sign that being yourself is exactly as you need to be. Because at those, at that time I was still like along the lines of, you know, my parents want me to get a good education and a good job. And you still carry that with you for years. Like, um, and you want that for yourself and you want a family and you want, you know, but you're never really yourself and you don't even know it. Like, you don't even know that you're not being yourself yet. Mm -hmm. And so when I did YouTube, I started to feel like myself and I met people that valued me, which gave me the permission to value myself, you know? And, um, so I met Joe 
is one of the people that I met. I met a bunch of amazing people and um, I kind of vented to him of some of the difficult things that I've been going through and he was doing journeys. Okay. It was his thing that he, like, he was always searching for a master teacher, never found one. So he, the master teacher he found was himself. Same thing. I've been searching for a master teacher. I'd put it out there for years. Even when I was in college, like, I feel like I'm for, there's something more than this master teacher, you know? Um, and I found the master teacher in me too, but Joe really, um, helped me. Cause once he did a journey on me, uh, it, it clicked. And it's like, I've been doing this my whole life. I've been doing this journey thing my whole life. You just did a journey on me and I've been doing that my whole life. So I'm going to do a journey on you. So when I did it, journey on him and it approved that proved so much to me that's why i started doing the sessions but um so i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you kind of how it works um give me a second here because it's, it's like I, I just do it so like now i gotta think of how like that works how do you exactly? break that down yeah <laughs> um okay so when I, I, I could do this with my eyes open. Cause I used to, when I was at work, I used to talk to all my alien friends and I type on the computer with my eyes open, but I was never like, I was I, like, I couldn't just close my eyes. I had to learn how to communicate with the spirit realm, my alien friends, with my eyes open. So it was like, I was working, but really I was having like a conversation. And so I could do it with my eyes open, but I found that cause I was doing it all the time. It was bothering my eyes. So close my eyes. Um, and I feel energy and I'm really into chakras. Um, I even went on a really long study about chakra removal because I figure, you know, um, let's see if chakra removal exists. Like, I'm just going to say chakra removal exists and then let's just remove chakras. Let's just see what happens. Um, only to learn that chakras are people, personalities, infinite universes, and you can encourage them to develop relationships with each other. And when you, when you encourage encourage a relationship with, for instance, between your crown chakra and your third eye and your throat and your heart and all these, but you encourage them to have a relationship within the center of your heart. So you're kind of like moving the chakras into your heart space and then expanding like your soul star chakra and earth star chakra. You, you start to feel a part of the oneness, um, but it's through feeling cool. everything. And so I feel it like, like, like I guarantee Nikki, you could do this. I guarantee you could do this. So like, I, like you, you have to start somewhere, right? Um, so somebody comes to you and says, Hey, um, I have a backache. Okay. Um, so what you do is say, okay, I'm going to help this person with a backache, but you don't go to their back. Okay. You just say, I'm going to help this person with their backache. And then you see what comes up, um, by exploring the images and the feelings that come to you like, Oh man, you know what, um, this about your backache. They're not even taking me to your backside. Like I feel something like way out of balance in your heart. Oh man. Like, cause you can start to feel this stuff in your body. Like my hands are not getting hot. Um, I don't feel like any heat. What I feel is mm -hmm. kind of like, um, sensitivity. Like you ever get, you ever get like that butterfly in your stomach feeling like a good butterfly or a really bad butterfly. Um, it's like that. Um, so I start to feel like, Oh, there's a weird feeling in my stomach. Oh, there's a weird feeling in my, by getting a headache. I'm getting pressure in my third eye. Um, I'm starting to feel shame, just like filling up my whole being the this is gets louder and louder and louder over the years the more that i do this work the more sensitive i am so once i close my eyes that's triggering that i'm ready to open up but right now like us talking um i'm not i'm not doing a journey so i'm not um talking to spirit realm and talking to you at the same time i'm just talking to you right now um so i i separate my connection with the spirit realm um like like I have my human experience and then I have my spirit realm experience and that's how I keep balanced. 
Um, but when I close my eyes and I say I'm ready for that spirit realm experience, that's when I start to feel all this stuff, like just would be like the butterflies in your stomach. But then you start to feel like I'm gagging in my throat. I'm starting to feel like, you know, the headache or wow, my head feels really tight up here. So I start to feel things in different parts of my body and they remind me of chakra balances. Like um, they remind me of so many things things, memories come to me. And so that's why I just talk through everything that comes to me. And that's how I do energy work. Because as I feel those things, I'm transmuting it, I'm digesting it. I'm part of the infinite sunlight, like I'm part of the love of all and that love digests things. I want to tell you something, um, Nikki, this is this is interesting. I, I was introduced to this back in the beginning. Um, but it was the concept and Metatron helped me with this, the concept that I could consume someone's poison. Okay. Um, usually we would think, um, so I would take their poison and then put it inside myself. So I would now carry their burden. No, you take their energy and you digest it in the love within yourself. So your love is like the ultimate furnace. It is the sunlight. It is the transmuter. So when I connect with somebody, they're opening up their energy field. I'm going through it. I'm going through the, the many catacombs of their soul. And the whole time I'm digesting, 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 digesting their vulnerabilities or insecurities. I'm talking them at the conscious level because they're watching the session later. So I'm talking them at the subconscious level because I'm going inside themselves and, and listening and experiencing their vulnerabilities. I'm doing all of this and it's all guided by spirit because as a human being i can't figure this out but as this infinite soul with all my guides and all of our guides and, and god and everything because we're all connected um i i'm always shown exactly what that soul needs at this time so yeah that's how it works that's awesome. That's really, really cool. I, I mean, cause I've, I've done a couple of, well, I'm like by a couple, I mean, like I've done five different kinds of energy healing trainings. I've done like cool. arcing light or like Reiki or I've, I've done, yeah, I went, I, yeah, I did. I've done a bunch of those different kinds. And in the, in the end, I ended up kind of going like, well, I, you, you, you get the point, you get what they're talking about. You get like, you kind of almost Mm -hmm. understand how to feel the energy mm -hmm. and then I think every and I think everybody in the world is capable of doing that if they wanted to and then they you just know how to transmute it yourself for and for me I don't I don't I don't I don't really have clients and I don't actually really want to have clients I <laughs> want to have clients Nikki you're talkative you're sociable I guarantee you would love it <laughs> now maybe I would I, I never thought about having clients before but I I, I learned it for self-healing and just for mm -hmm. like because I I think it's a really interesting and good tool to like have in your kit in general yeah so, oh my God, yeah. you know, just as a human being incarnate, you should probably learn that, Hey guys, like every single cell in your body, when it splits, like is using electricity, like we are electric beings, there is energy oh God, to yeah. us. And oh there's a way in which it like chakras are real and mm -hmm. you have, and it's, it's interesting because I feel like we, we can, we can see so many people out of balance and all this stuff, but if we just kind of learned how to even on a basic level, heal ourselves, the world mm -hmm. would be so much more amplified. And why wouldn't you want to? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, who doesn't want to? <laughs> like, like, I don't need healing. Wait, what? You're telling Everybody me you does. don't need healing. <laughs> we all need more love, man. <laughs> it's the truth. It really, really, really is. So do you, do, would you consider yourself, um, or do you identify as a starseed? Or how do that, what does that term do for you? Hmm. Mm, okay. 
<sighs> I've been through a very long phase with this. Um, I really try to avoid having an identity, you know, like, like I'm a Pleiadian, I'm an Arcturian, yeah, I'm right. a, you know, like I'm a star seed. Like I try to avoid that because I know my soul is like this infinite expression. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Let me, let me just pause for me. Cause I really want to process um, how I want to answer that um, exactly. Like I'm, I'm asking myself right now, I'm kind of slightly in a journey state. I'm asking myself, okay, Abby, are you a star seed? Um, let me see what my heart feels about that. <laughs> um, I guess uh, my heart is like a little child showing me that I'm, I love to plant seeds in other people's hearts, um, reminding people about love. And if love can come from the stars, then by golly, I'm a star seed. <laughs> That's what it sounds like the message that comes to me. <laughs> so let's say yes to that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I I I hear you know. You, that's like another of the terms that is that is heard and thrown around a lot. I I mean, do you feel like you're a star seed? <sighs> yeah, I do. But I it, it but it, it's it's one of those things where what are the stars even, you know, what are, what are, what are aliens even? I I've had alien experiences. I've, I've mm-hmm. super have been super down the journey of obsessed with all outer yeah. space and everything. Totally. But at the same time, it's, it's like, you know, when I go back to like the core electricity of the entire world, like what, I mean, what are we just, are we one cell on a giant elephant? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, is that all of our universe within that? I I don't really know what anything really is or isn't. So it's more like, okay, maybe a star seed could for me almost be defined as, do I think that my soul has been incarnated in other expressions besides this and in other planets besides this? Yeah. I think my soul has been infinite. And so, Mm. and I think everyone's has. So in a way, yes. Mm. And do, and I have had a little bit, um, attraction and connection to things that I uh, assume are um, extraterrestrial. So yeah, I do. I, yes. Okay. The short answer is yes. I, do. <laughs> I mean, I just hearing you talk about it too. It's just like, you know, I like, 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 like I'm curious what you think about this, Nikki, but um, okay. So they, they say, you know, with this topic that there's those souls that, that originate, like those souls that were first born here into earth. And then you have star seeds that are come down that are bringing their library of information, their souls, energy and experiences that have been attuned to other races and other ways of doing things um, in order to help these souls evolve. And you could even kind of see that, you know, these human beings who are attracted to the ego um, are kind of like the original souls. And these ones that understand about love are kind of like the star seeds, Um, but maybe not like, um, like maybe we're all just a part of the universe like we're all just a part of the universe and so i don't i mean even for for me to try explain you know like what were you thinking well with that like i always have like this visualization of um like okay maybe we're into this like we're like oh like let's we're looking at these other possibilities of what existence is but yeah. okay when i was in i'll say it like this I also realize that this is the fact that we can single focus on each other is a gift. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. because when you are in spirit expression and, and higher, 
it's mm-hmm. it, it, there's way more going on than we currently have going on. And mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if this isn't like a vacation, <laughs> like, yeah. like some people, they didn't want to like, think about things. They really just wanted to yeah. do nothing. Yes. Or, yeah. You know, and like, yes. that's cool. We're at different, we're at different um, phases. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't, we're like, if we're in a popcorn bag, we all pop it like the different minute. Like we're not popping all at once, you know, it's like, we're popping differently. And it's cool if they're still, if they just want to be a kernel for that bag, that's cool. That's fine. (laughs) I love how you put that because that's kind of how I've always felt was that we're all at different levels of growth and development. And so I don't like, I don't see, I kind of stay away and that might be my relationship with ego. And I try to avoid um, like creating labels or creating, you know, um, because I feel like we're all just, this is a school of life and our souls are attracted to being here at this time. Um, and, and so like, we all are coming in with a a unique thread of information. Every soul is a unique thread of information and us just walking around, even if we're not talking to each other, we're like sharing our vibes with one another, even if we're not talking to one another we're sharing our vibes with the earth the earth is reading our our souls and our energy patterns like but yet in another version of truth we're all all just smack dab one infinite energy and then another version of truth we're all separated into all these different parts you know so it's like there's so many versions of truth so it comes back to well am i a star seed or am i just like part of everything you know so even i struggle to define my answer to that (laughs) yeah yeah but i mean i guess a lot of it is is kind of memory right are a lot of us starting to get snippets of memory back like what are dreams you know and i feel i feel like a lot of times like for me, I have two past life memories that I have kind of cleared. And the way I say that they're past life memories is because they feel more like a memory feels to me. They feel just like mm-hmm. I could be like, oh, you know, like some event that happened to me when I was in the fifth grade, this thing yeah. feels like that versus yeah. it could, I mean, like versus just having a dream or just having an imagination. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we should completely discount dreams either. Like right. I, dreams are amazing, but um, I don't know if, 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 everybody has that or not or if they do have elements of these things but we we push them down and we aren't like encouraged to even look at what Mm -hmm. memories do you have so I don't know I mean I do kind of feel like everybody is you know like there's like that Dolores Cannon a lot of people talk about those non-player characters like people who are just kind of shells of people I don't Mm -hmm. believe that Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. I think even even if you're deciding to come be Hitler or whatever Mm -hmm. I feel like you're this is some it's some sort of growth for us all yeah um speaking of which um there there are neutral souls and so neutral souls um can play big roles I, I still, a neutral soul is a very unusual thing. I haven't come across it much, um, but perhaps um, what's being referenced there is more like a neutral soul that isn't, um, I don't know how to define that. <sighs> I'm bringing up something that is still like, I'm still studying it and I don't have enough um, examples, but Hitler, I would define Hitler as a neutral soul. Um, so a neutral soul could really impact the planet because um, 
in a way, like what, what are his emotions? What is his relationship with his own actions with what took place? Um, it was, he really, um, a demonic guy or was he just a neutral soul that needed to, um, create an imprint, a ripple of, um, catastrophe. Was it really Hitler or did he welcome like a demonic being to overcome himself? Like, mm. um, there's, there's way, like the way that we perceive the way things are, isn't always what it looks like on the energy side of things. Um, so you could have like, like, um, oh man, like this whole topic of um, different types of, of learning experiences, different ways that people express themselves, how souls cope with their reality, um, how souls like really separate from the body and just kind of go through the routine. But deep down inside, everybody, um, there, there's this, there's something else there. There's always something more going on there. Self-discovery is like such an incredible pathway. Um, I don't know. I just felt prompted to say that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, 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 um, I also, uh, was going to say, okay. Um, well, who, who, who do you follow? What other, what are what, like, okay. What are some other things that you're interested in? Like for me, like right now, a big thing that uh, ha has caught me on 2020 is inner earth. I'm like looking into, you know, oh. beings that might've come from inside earth and stuff. And like, they're the Tuatha de Danon, like these, there's all kinds of crazy stories from all over the world of almost like the fairyland and cultures like that going under underground. And so I don't know, what kind of other stuff do you, do you, what do you, on your off time when you're not talking to spirit world, what kind of stuff are you interested in? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I've done, I've done so like, I just do as much human stuff as I possibly can. <laughs> so I guess what I'm interested in is always trying to understand, like I'm very into humans, this human psychology. I'm interested in the human emotion. I'm interested in what makes, like what are other people interested in themselves and why that intrigues them? Um, what are people afraid of? So what um, I find is such an adventure is, um, people, human beings, but also learning about people, um, what's on the inside of people. Um, I guess, I think, I guess what I, I, I'm not really exploring anything outside the box in particular, other than, um, really focusing on human experiences right now. Um, just the enjoyment of connecting with others, um, just through my YouTube channels, um, kind of learning more about what people are interested in and then exploring those interests through videos. Do you, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's like an interesting answer, but are you able to, um, like you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but like when you're going to the grocery store or something, like, mm -hmm. uh, do you get messages? Are you able to be like, okay, Hey, I just need to be, be here in the, in the real world now. Like, like, is it, does that kind of bother you at all ever? Do you get, I don't because I I'm very specific. Like, um, when I do my human time, I do my human time. And when I do my spiritual time, I do my spiritual time. So, um, and if I ever, I need, like, I'm having too human of an experience and I need to separate, I will go to another room and then I will open up to the spirit realm. So if I'm walking around Walmart, I don't just let spirits talk to me. Um, I just, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I think I, I don't know. That's my coping mechanism, or maybe that's my control nature or, um, but I feel like that's how I stay balanced because I've even heard from people who just like, you know, and I just start getting messages. I just start feeling this and I, I touch that. Now I can't even cope. Like I'm shaking off mm -hmm. my chair. 
It's like, you got to get control. You got to decide, um, you know, you either live your life, um, feeling out of control of yourself or feeling overwhelmed by what's out there, or you learn how, what works for you. And it's okay to tell the universe, I need this. I need this. I need this. This is what I need right now in order to feel balanced. Um, and so I choose to explore, what do I need in order to experience balance? Um, and so I, I do that. So even like you have empathic people who really like take on other people's it's like, Oh, I'm around all these sick people. And now I feel sick. Like there has to be a way where you create some kind of, um, balance in your, with your talent, with your gift of, of being empathic. Um, and then with the human experience where it's not your responsibility, just because you're looking at them now, you're kind of seeing it and absorbing it with your eyes and your body. And now you're feeling it. Um, you've got to find a way to kind of, um, create some kind of balance. I mean, I, I feel that's important. <laughs> and, and, and part of your tools, are you a big meditator or, um, yeah, like within your spiritual practice? Yeah. Um, I walk a lot. I find that I walk a lot. I talk to myself a lot. Um, I need to hear myself talk to myself about my life experiences because I'm always interpreting my own emotions. Um, I'm always wanting to learn about myself and about what I, what, why do I feel that way? Um, am I letting the feeling control me or am I setting myself free? um, from that feeling. And sometimes you have to go through life with, you know, patience and perseverance. Sometimes you can get lost in being too patient. You don't, you need to speak up more. I find these things intriguing. Um, but I feel like, um, I've been so blessed to have so many opportunities to work with people. So I get plenty of time in, like when I heal a client, I I'm healed. So I get okay. so much healing every Every single day by healing other people. Um, and then I take walks and that sort of clears my energy field. Um, I talk to the universe a lot. I talk to myself a lot and I find that very balancing for me as a human being. Um, but yeah. And so meditating, um, I do self-healing, like I do journeys on myself. So if I'm going through, like I'm feeling off today, um, I'll explore my chakra balance. Um, I'll bring myself into balance. Sometimes I don't get, I don't get to like, I'll try and try and try to bring this, whatever this weird moment is into balance. And I just have to go through it. I just have to just live with it. So yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's great. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. because you know, like a lot of people have like, oh, you have to, they're met, uh, what do you call it? They're, um, hardcore you have to do this in this sequence you yes. have to do these in this oh sy the systems or yeah. and i find that to be a little for me i i meditate when i need to meditate or i yeah. I, I do yeah. things as i need to do them not yeah. like as regimented as i, so I, I part of me wishes i could be but yeah, I'm not good with regimen. I really am not. And I go through phases. So sometimes I'll be using affirmations. Um, sometimes I won't be able to walk. I just simply am not able to get my walking time in. Sometimes I'm just so busy. I'm not able to have my self therapy where I just talk about things. Um, so life is just always so like a roller coaster. So I just do what feels right at the time, you know, um, and I encourage people to do what feels right for them at the time. Cause sometimes we think we need 
need to be doing something because it sounds like something we should be doing. Um, but is that, is that because you think you should be doing it or because it feels right to you right now? Um, so you have to really tune into what is the instinct at the time, which can be confusing because um, of our mind, you know, and we're introducing yoga and in breathing exercises and meditation, and you should do this, you know, um, it's like you say, but um, I feel just like you, I, I just have to do what feels right in the moment. So it's always kind of shifting and changing, but I will say client sessions. Um, I really, uh, that is very stabilizing. It's um, I love the practice. I love meeting new souls. I love um, ex being introduced to the spirit realm through the experiences of other human beings. Um, I learn so much. It, I like thrive in that environment and I heal a lot from that environment. So I'm always in that state, you know, I get into, I get that every day, you know, <laughs> very, very cool. All right, Miss Abby, this has been awesome. So is there anything that I, that you, that I didn't ask that maybe you would have liked, like feel compelled to touch on before we go here? Hmm. I would, I would like to know, um, just, just, I would like to know a little bit more, I, I guess about you, Nikki and why, like, can you like fill me in on just more about who you are and how you felt inspired to be who you are today? I, like, I would like to know more. Um, I am. Uh, okay. So I am a kid who like, uh, I had some alien experiences my whole life. I used to think I could control the rain. I always was in conversation with um, something else. And then I went through like a big dark night of the soul in my, in my twenties, probably, mm, probably, probably from 25 to maybe 29, I was complete atheist. Like I was just like, we are nothing but just turn off like computers when we die. And I, I didn't want to be that, but mm -hmm. I, that's what I was believing at the time. I had gotten really deep in the, the hole of, um, you know, kind of uh, reading a bunch of like Sam Harris and, and Richard Dawkins and, and a, lot, a lot of this atheist stuff. And I was like, kind of buying into that dogma for a little bit and I didn't like it and stuff. And then honestly, I just, started having weird psychic experiences like mm -hmm. I I had this thing where I could, I'm a streetlight interfere I can turn off streetlights just by my emotions and I, so that's how I started working with energy because I was like dude I, I'm a flight attendant so I would go in and uh I turned off the plane twice and then I was like all right that's it this stuff's real something's wrong I got to go get this this fixed so because I don't want to hurt people or other stuff mm -hmm. and so then I went like on a big energy healing journey and this was you know it kind of started in 2012 and I I started having more UFO experiences seeing UFOs mm -hmm. having conversations with stuff and then I just you know, I was, I'm an art, I have a master's in art history. I've always been like, and also a geology minor. I've always been into kind of ancient archaeology stuff. I've always been like, what is our real story of humans? I've never sort of bought what they told us. And so now I, I just the last two years, I, I was kind of barely tipping my toes in YouTube. And then now I've decided, okay, I'm going to start interviewing a bunch of people. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try to do it all the time. Cause like, I love yeah. talking about this stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It and, is. It really and I is. want, I ultimately would love to take people on journeys. Like that's why I'm called like Nikki Anna Jones is like, I wanted mm -hmm. like Indiana Jones. I want to take mm -hmm. people 
to Chaco Canyon or to places where you can see UFOs and you can see ancient ruins and we can talk about like, hey, what really went on here? What's, what is going on here? What is all this? Yeah. So that's B, that's me in a nutshell. I freaking love that so much. You have so many stories to tell. <laughs> uh, well, good for you for everything you've been through and getting to this point. I mean, I think like life is going to unravel some exciting experiences for you, like just naturally, because you're doing what you love, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I hope, I hope so. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> And I'm, I'm also hoping like with YouTube, I start meeting like more of my tribe and a lot of the people Absolutely. that I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing, I'm kind of going like, man, like they're, I have so many similarities to these people. And yeah. I'm like, like, this is so cool. I mean, I, w- I wish that things would open up for everybody to be able to, mm-hmm. I, I would love to go to like a conference or, or you know, oh, things God, yeah, like yeah. that. It's something again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they will. They will soon. Yeah, but, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're welcome. (laughs) I've really enjoyed connecting with you and I'm really intrigued by your like gift of turning off things. Like I I have had the odd time where um, I've turned my laptop off. I've turned my computer off. um, So I know that I can do this. And it's usually what I'm in. It's just like emotionally busy state or I'm like really kind of like emotionally ruffled. Um, I stall things like they, they'll, they won't, I won't, I'll stop the internet. I'll yes, stop. Actually that, you know? that's a big part of the streetlight interferes or they yeah. say that it's like um, almost like a fight or flight. Like whenever that yeah. sort of emotion comes in for me, yeah. I could, when I turned off the airplanes, yeah, it was, I was frustrated and I was, yeah. I didn't have myself in control. And I literally felt energy from my heart center go like, Vroom. and I was like, Oh, <gasps> no <laughs> and the whole like power and, and like one side of the plane went boom, boom 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 and we had to like divert and I'm like uh, I didn't do it I didn't do anything it looked like that wasn't me. and a lot of people would agree you probably didn't do it right but you right, freaking right. did do it yeah <laughs> I I, I so know much, I did it there's so much talent out there Nikki like you have talent man and you're discovering it. Like you're Nikki Anna Jones for yourself too. Like you are yourself an adventure. Like you, man, you've got more to you. And I think you're going to discover some really great things. I mean, you're already talking about extraordinary experiences, interacting with UFOs. Um, what interests you on your path, you know? And it's like guiding you to this point. And I really feel like you open up Pandora's box of yourself. Like, I think there's more to all this. I think there's, man, you got to, you just say, show me higher self, show me more about my electricity, my relationship with electricity and source and turning things off. And, you know, like, yeah, you know, and I think, but like, even things are coming online. I think for other people, like I'm, I'm kind of crazy because I like believe in superpowers and stuff, but I think telepathy is coming back. I can feel it. Like sometimes I can hear other people's thoughts and I'm like, and it's not just me. I know a lot of people that are starting to we are going to learn how to, or some of us are, I hope, yes. are going to learn what to really do with this electricity. And I think that is super exciting. Oh, 
That gives me chills to hear you say that. Oh man, that could be your niche. Like you and electricity, like that could be your niche. Um, because that's like a unique thing. Like um, defining yourself, your gift and your talent has to do with electricity. Like what psychic person says that, you know, like you should say, show me what my psychic niche is with electricity, like, and start practicing something, you know? Um, I, I was the same way. Joe's the same way. Like a lot of people that are like us, um, like I felt, I used to practice practice trying to move things with my hands at very young ages. I also felt like I could control the rain um, myself. Um, I also just naturally felt those ways. Like it, it just, it did, it didn't make sense that I couldn't move things with my hand that, that right. confused me, you know? Um, and I would try and try and try and try. I couldn't do it. Um, I always felt like there was more to all of this. There was always more to all of this. And I was always trying to figure that out. And then journeys is my technique and my way to seeing what's beneath the surface and the surface and the surface and the surface. And cause I'm all about truth. Like I really want to know about the truth, you know? And what I find is the truth. Um, it has to do with you got to put the ego aside, and you you explore it through feelings. The way that information comes to me just naturally without judging it, and that's the closest I can get to the truth. But I also want to know myself, and and obviously I can tap into just about anything. Like I really can. Um, but they don't just reveal to me what is the true history of Earth. Um, they reveal yeah. to me how yeah. infinite the earth is and how many layers of truth they're on. It's like, well, show me some layer that's connected to this version of earth that I'm on right now, you know? Um, but it's just like, for whatever reason, like even I am not like uh, allowed to access it. I'm just allowed to grow in my awareness of how truly infinite this world is. That's freaking boring anymore. Like I want tangible facts, <laughs> I know, man. But it's, it's interesting. <laughs> just like when I start learning more and more, I mean, like my biggest thing that I've recently learned about, and you should look into this, it's crazy. Okay. Okay. It's Terra Preta. Terra Preta is soil that is in Australia, Africa, and uh, the Amazon forest. And it is intentionally made. It basically means, if you really look into Terra Preta, it means that the Amazon forest was planted intentionally. Oh my God, no and way. Parts of, and parts of Australia and Africa. Like, that, it's not like a joke. It's not like a the spiritual people thing. It's like real stuff. And you're going like, wait, What? who intentionally oh. planted the Amazon forest? Like we need to talk about that. We should be talking about like that. That's weird that we're not talking about that. Heck yeah, I, we do. Yeah, and so- It as something that was planted like a garden. It's so cool. No, it was planted like a garden and all of those roots and all of those things that we, like they were intentionally planted. It's, it's crazy. I mean- Oh, there's, I'm there's so glad lot. you brought that up. Yeah. I just did a video. I haven't shared it yet on the Nazca lines and they were talking about like future humans. So this really goes to show how many timelines of earth are there and what version of hu these human beings are we like, so, so like going back in time to place this library upon the planet, um, which is all like it, it, basically these Nazca lines um, are perfect geometrical science in a way, like a program that is absorbed into the earth computer and that it's, a, it's it, it gives us the access, like if we were to walk these lines or if we just visualize ourselves just lying on, on these um, lines, these images, um, we hmm. are going to absorb into our energy field, into our DNA, and it'll evolve us out of our own ego very easily. And there's like these builders from the future um, that came into the past, um, earth past, that's what it was like to me that's what it felt like oh, to me that that did the nazca lines that did, did some of these pyramids you know like 
um, so they, they created a, a library that could not be destroyed, so to speak. Like, it's not like, like it was something that we might not be able to understand or interpret it. So if we don't try to interpret and we just become a part of it, it will naturally absorb into us. And after generations will evolve into these, some, some kind of awareness. So it was an, it was an, it was a gift and opportunity for us to work with something that we couldn't understand that would help us to grow without realizing it. That's what, what it was like. That's, that's, that's really crazy. See, cause I always feel like I have, but I, it always, it's evolving, but I always feel like I have a little bit of a, I start getting more pieces and pieces of the puzzle of, of what yeah. was going on. And I do feel like there was a time on the planet where we were not physical. It was almost like ghost going around and like, mm -hmm. it, it was, um, and then I do feel like they're really, I do think there was Lumeria and Atlantis. Like I do think yeah, they yeah, were, I and I think too. they were advanced beings yeah. or not advanced. I mean, they were more advanced than what we even mm -hmm. currently have. Mm -hmm. And I ascribe to, they nuked each other. I think there was a nuclear war. Wow. And then I think we are basically living as the fifth race on the planet mm -hmm. in the rubble and trying I'm, to and with with no memory of like you know yeah. like yeah so I don't really know exactly how everything fits together but mm -hmm. I've looked into so many different things and so we all start slowly piecing together some yes. stuff that might have really happened but I, another one of my crazy things is like I have a past life two of my past life memories are one is like I'm a giant cat being Wow. And which is interesting because you have that little cat being right behind you there. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, that is my job as that being was I was a recorder. I would go to planets and I would record mm -hmm. stuff for a galactic library center or whatever. But one of the things that I thought was interesting is that I've heard in my head multiple times being of the builder race. Oh, wow. Of the builder race. And I'm kind of going like, what does that mean? Yeah. But part of me thinks it might have to do with some of these ancient ruins, which is why I am so attracted yeah. to a lot of these things. Yeah. Totally. Oh man. I'm so into what you just said right there. Um, Joe, Joe feels like, um, he like he feels like he's been on earth for a very long time like even with some of the beginning like where you were saying that we were not we were not physical yet um joe really relates to like the biblical version where it, it was like he experiences as, as we were angels um that were kind of um attracted to this earth space and we materialized we slowly materialized but some so like there's i mean he'll he said it so many times i don't even think i'm doing it justice because he feels like he remembers like a fairy tale war kind of like the the hobbit or the lord of the rings yes i actually part of that, that the other day because i thought oh, like, there needs I, I i started thinking well the fairy realm is real that stuff yeah totally so, so what does he think happens um well he oh man he so said so many different things like um like he was part of um like like these angels that were humans like they could do extraordinary things like jump really far really high and um like your body was free and you didn't feel aches and pains and you lived for a long time you got to decide when you wanted to leave but there were different like kind of levels of um I guess awareness where there's some of them I don't I don't really understand it all because he said it to me so many times that it's just like um I don't know I phase out sometimes <laughs> but uh um 
<laughs> but he's he's talking about how these like these demons were trying to encourage um that they're kind of like uh the angels and the humans got together like now i'm starting pieces together how did this all happen joe i needed to be sitting here so he could tell me the story again <laughs> but he talks about like way back in the beginning where he was there and he then he's been here ever since then and i don't really relate to that i don't feel like a connection with that story inside my soul like i wasn't here yet or something because i i don't have like i my relationship with that story isn't on the same page of it because i don't think i would experience that in my soul i think i was doing things elsewhere and i was slowly attracted to earth where joe had been here for a lot longer than i had um so yeah yeah see i i, I have i feel like i was here a long time ago i think i may have been here maybe in the astral fairy time mm -hmm. and cool. maybe even a little bit in the Lumerian and Atlantis time. But then I don't feel, I feel like I came back here now. I like, I don't feel like I was here from the, I don't feel like I've been here constantly. I feel like mm -hmm. I, I was here a long, long time ago and I'm coming back going like, what is going on here? <laughs> What'd you oh, guys do? Do, do you see what I mean? Like how you, when you just start tap into what feels like your story, you really pick up on something. Cause you talking about what it feels like your soul's story in relationship with earth is already saying something about you. Cause mine feels different. Joe's feels different. Like I guarantee mm -hmm. everybody feels a little bit different where I feel like I've been, I've been doing so many different weird things that would be like fairies on another planet or something. Um, but I, so when I, but I feel like I've had a lot of earthy lives like a lot of lives where I, I was doing very humanistic things, experiencing humanistic pain, humanistic simplicity, humanistic love, like, um, experiencing just being human, you know, um, but carrying a lot of like, um, memories of advanced races and technology and all that stuff and magic even magical experiences mm. but i'm not as attracted to magic as much as some people are like i i'm more like the fantasy and the dragons um i'm not as attracted to that energy um as i am attracted to um understanding the human being and why they are this emotional why do they think like this like i my soul like my alien soul or whatever's in here is needs to understand this human concept yeah. why is a human being like this and i want to feel like a human i want to act like a human i want to be a human and i want to help humans find a way to conquer this thing that's holding them back from just letting the love in and that's what i resonate with that's like my like I think I've, li I've lived lifetimes to understand what this human thing feels like and experiences like, you know? Um, and I think, and it's, I think that's esteem. important because it's, it is important because yeah. this, this human being is yeah. complicated. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And, and for those souls that are like in the astral watching, like, because there's so much history, so much has taken place here. And you know, there's like, like we're there's so much love that's that's working on helping us to like see the potential of ourselves i feel like human beings can do extraordinary things once we awaken once we become um like our true nature like we're not holding ourselves back because we're holding ourselves back without even realizing it like all the time and we don't know how to break down like we're coming here with awareness like i should be able to move this with my hand so what is preventing me from that like what are the rules here um and how does that make me feel and you're kind of like connected to this emotional thing this thought thing, this fear thing, this insecure thing, this mm -hmm. judgmental thing. Um, 
And so I don't know. It's just even I think like when that, we die. I always I I I we have this like oh like you know you die when you're in your 80s yeah. or you maybe yes. like, you make it to 100. It's not a pretty hundred. I mean, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> so, but I I don't I don't resonate with that. I don't feel like that's yeah. like has to be that way. I mean, it right. may. Like, I, I think do, we do. do it because everybody else is doing that. And like, so we're like, yeah. oh, I'm this age, I guess I'm gonna, I don't know. I know. I, sometimes I feel like it's a little bit of a choice. I know. I know I do too. Well, and that's something I explored at younger years because like when I was 12, 13, 14, I felt so much suffering. Like depression was like so heavy for me. And I was like, I should be able to die if I want to die. Like I didn't feel any conflict with that thought. Like I had the freedom to decide if I wanted to be here or not. Um, and so I would say, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave now. Um, and I would, I would try, I would try to leave my body. And that's when I started having those like weird dreams, like astral dreams where all these dark entities were like this dark energy was there and that scared the shit out of me so I had to go like I, I was like I'm done fine um I, I'm just gonna work with this body I guess because I don't want to I don't want to have that that was too scary you know um so it kind of scared me straight but it didn't help me overcome my depression it took a long time and a lot of experiences you know but all of this I think is the training that I've needed to actually relate to so many people and to be able to do the work that I do because I can I can step into the shoes of just about anybody because I've already been there, done that, you know? Right. So Which I think that's, that's awesome. And that's great that you're, yeah. you're there for them on that, and that, that you have that empathy to give to them or yeah. not, what is it when it's like you felt what they've felt or compassion or yeah. Empathy. Yeah. Empathy. Yeah, maybe it is empathy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that's right. that. Yeah. That's, that's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. All right, Abby, this is so cool. Thank you so much for talking with me. Welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for reaching out. Um, I was pretty excited when I got your email. So um, it's nice to meet you and nice to just get to talk and share our experiences. It's really fun. Like we're so on the same page in our own unique style and way. Like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'll, I'll touch base before too long here. And yeah, okay. sounds, sounds awesome. Good. Okay, All cool. Right. Bye. Have a super awesome day. Okay, yeah, bye. You, Thank you. you too. Bye, Miss Abby.